plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. And you're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded at our studio in the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast, we want to give a shout out to our current show sponsors. Which is Safe, which is a new book Uh, just out uh, and available and I'll tell you where you can get it in a moment but it tells the true story of Priscilla and Amy Granger's escape from domestic violence and their subsequent work to prevent others from suffering reviews from readers to date have called the book sensational compelling and filled with heart I read the book myself and it is a must read and you can get your copy and the only place you can get your copy is by visiting safe-thebook.ie. That's safe-thebook.ie. It's available in paperback and ebook formats for just $14.99. But remembering that $14.99 you spend on the book, proceeds of that will go towards helping other victims of domestic abuse. The book is called Safe, and it's available, as Jeremy said, from uh, the website safe-thebook.ie. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, the Lord Mayor of uh, Dublin, Caroline Conroy, has described scenes in Ballymun at the weekend as upsetting and frustrating. Um, she is planning to host a meeting with community groups and schools in Ballymont to come up with a response to anti-refugee protests that have been held in the area over uh, the weekend. The Green Party councillor, who represents Ballymont and Finglas on Dublin City Council, said she's frustrated that the views of a vocal minority are drowning out those of local groups who welcome uh, vulnerable refugees to uh, the area. So that's what the Lord Mayor has said. So, as you may know, over the weekend, uh, a number of protests were held in Ballymun um, outside a uh, outside two buildings, one being a hotel, the other being a, a building that is housing uh, asylum seekers and uh, refugees. Now, the hotel, the Travel Lodge, has had refugees uh, in it for uh, the last two years, and uh, they are... Uh, families and those families have um, integrated into the local community. Some are involved in tidy towns in Ballymun, for example. And then a couple of weeks ago on the 23rd of December, uh, 40 males uh, arrived in the Ballymun area and they're being housed in a building which is just opposite uh, Ballymun Garda Station. Uh, yet the protests are uh, very vocal. A very large uh, crowd turned out uh, on both Saturday and Sunday with more protests planned. And I want to just give you uh, an idea of uh, what was being said at these uh, protests over the weekend. Now, this is a guy who is a member of the National Party. He's got a mad Irish uh, name that I can't pronounce, but have a listen to what he had to say to the crowd in Ballymun over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, again, I will stress that that protest was uh, held, that particular audio that you're after hearing was outside the Travelodge Hotel in Ballymun, where for the last two years, a number of asylum seeker families, males, females, kids, have been housed in the Travelodge Hotel. And how intimidating must it be with you and your kids in a hotel to have uh, shouting like that outside the front door of the hotel, get them out, get them out. Let me read some quotes of uh, what people have said about these protests over the weekend. Um, A guy called Daniel Lambert, who's the chief operating officer in uh, Bowes Football Club, here's what he wrote. Ballymon right now, and he posted a video of uh, the protest, he said... I never thought we'd see something like this in Ireland. It got very close to the building being attacked. Imagine being inside with your children. This is not Ireland. This is not what we stand for. These people need to be stopped and the lies deconstructed. Another uh, comment from uh, former Dublin uh, football player Philly McMahon, he posted over the weekend, disappointing to see some of the scenes in Ballymun over the last two days from a community that is judged constantly to now judging asylum seekers. Criminals not vetted, it will impact homelessness, all men, it has evidence of far-right clause in it. Some forget who we are, wrote uh, Philly McMahon. And another guy, a guy called uh, Rory Hearn, uh, wrote, So sad to see the housing crisis used to whip up hate and racism against asylum seekers. In Ballymun, Drimna, Eastwall. These National Party bigots don't care about housing the Irish. The real cause of the crisis is government. Protest for homes for all. We have land, funding and empty houses. So the point being that um, this is, I mean, one of their, one of the uh, banners at the protest over the weekend was house the Irish, not the world. So the anger for the homeless crisis is being uh, targeted at asylum seekers and refugees. I I think from what I saw about the Ballymun protest, I think the majority of people and looking from the comments is concerned parents who are concerned about the safety of their children because these asylum seekers or refugees, we're not sure which they are, are in Ballymun. I saw one woman commenting that children have been abducted in Ballymun since uh, asylum seekers were, were put in. Now, that's a blatant lie. There have been no... What, since the 23rd of December? Yeah, there have been no child... Did you not see that comment on our Facebook no, page? Yeah. No. Our children are being abducted in Ballymun and our women are being followed home. Now, I'm sorry, but that is utter bollocks. There is no evidence to back up that she, the claim that children are being abducted left, right and centre. No child has been abducted in Ballymun. And all you were doing, all you were doing is you're all sheep because you're... Well, in fact, I wanted to kickstart this conversation with a, a great message that came in earlier on from Jonathan. Uh, I want you yeah. to listen very closely to this. If you're from Ballymun... If you've been involved in these protests, and by the way, can I just let you know that there's an awful lot of intimidation going on. I've spoken in the last couple of hours to a number of uh, people from Ballymun, uh, would be um, community activists and so on. 
and none of them are prepared to speak because they uh, fear the elements that are involved in these protests, the ones that are organising these protests uh, and the people that are involved directly in the protests. You talk about, uh, you know, refugees not being guarded vetted. Some of the people at the protests need to be guarded vetted. Yeah, Here, here's the thing, and this is, what I, this is what I want to say to the people of Ballymun. And by the way, I agree with, a lot, with some of the comments that Ireland is full and we probably can't take any more in. I agree that we need to, we need to look at that. Um, but if you're that concerned about your daughters and your children living in an area with dangerous, unvetted people, as Adrian said, to the house two doors up from you is probably a drug family, a known drug family. Ballymun is a wash with criminal families and drug families. Why aren't you marching on their houses? Okay, it's a good point. Let's have a listen to this message from Jonathan. Hi guys, Jonathan here. Um, I don't think the people protesting were all necessarily racist. Some of them were, but uh, most of them were just sheep easily led by nefarious fascist um, racist groups, uh, such as the Irish Freedom for Party and other nut jobs. Um, harassing innocent people is disgusting. They are not responsible for the homelessness crisis. They are not responsible for the housing crisis, the cost of living, um, and the reason why most of you people listening are poor. Um, if you have reasons to protest, and you have very valid reasons to protest, you should be protesting government build buildings, um, marching somewhere. But harassing innocent people who are just trying to live a peaceful life or go about their way or get a better life for their children is just disgusting. Thank you. All right, bye. All right, it's just disgusting is uh, the point that uh, he's making. Let me go to uh, Vanessa. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Vanessa? How are you, Zed? Uh, good, thanks, Vanessa. Well, you've been uh, looking at some of the comments that have been coming in. You've been looking at, uh, you've been, uh, you know, looking at the video of the protests over the weekend. What did you want to say on this? I am absolutely livid. I really am, and I'm so disappointed at the people of Ireland. Um, I, I was on this show a couple of weeks ago when you had the lads from uh, Eastwall and I did say at that point that there were far-right uh, elements in it. And the Nationalist, the nationalist Party, let's, let's not call them the National Party because they're not, they're nationalists. They're far-right nationalists. These people are hanging out with the neo-Nazis in Hungary uh, and other places around the world. They are absolute scumbags. And it's not that they're hijacking uh, as most people are trying to claim. The idea of um, attacking and abusing asylum seekers is exactly what neo-Nazis stand for. They're not hijacking. These are natural allies. And it's just disappointing to see people say uh, in, in that banner, you know, house the Irish, not the world. The world housed the Irish. They're still housing the Irish. We have obligations that we signed up to with the UN and the EU to protect the most vulnerable people in our world, and that's what we're doing. And to see people so ignorantly spouting this bullshit of get them out, I'd like to get them out. The people that were standing outside that... Okay, let me ask you then, Vanessa. uh, Can you not understand... I want to read a message that came in to us a while ago, okay? Uh, And this is from a lady called Lauren. Now, you're a mother yourself, so I want you to listen very closely to this message. I am a very concerned mother of my three children. 
no one, woman or child has been seen getting off those buses. There's been over 300 men placed into the Travel Lodge Hotel, which, by the way, is a complete lie. That is not true. For, um, uh, Lauren, there are families in that hotel as well. But anyway, um, our own left without a home while these get everything handed to them. No identification, no passports, no background checks have been done, and they also have not been guarded vetted. They're coming from countries that aren't actively in, in a war. Us as parents, grandparents, men and women of Ballymun are scared for our safety. It's as simple as that. Call us racist, brand us whatever you want. Once our kids are safe, that's all that matters. And until they're out of Ballymun, or at least vetted, we won't stop. Now, I want you to uh, answer that in, in, in particular in regards to uh, fear, that uh, I'm a concerned mother of my three children. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it shows a complete ignorance of the asylum process, uh, not just in this country, but throughout the world. Um, everybody is vetted. Maybe not Garda vetted, but they're vetted if they're EU citizens or if they're coming in from the EU, they're vetted by the EU uh, security detail. They're vetted by the UN security detail if they're outside of the EU. So they are vetted. Maybe not by our own police, but actually police that are used to dealing with uh, asylum seekers specifically. They have to surrender all of their passports, all of their legal documents on entry to this country. That's why they don't have any legal documents because they've already given them over. Okay, but some of them, and and this is a fact, uh, sorry Vanessa, some of them, and this is a fact, are arriving into this state without any identification. Because they've already handed it over when they started their asylum process. That's that's what people don't understand. If they're coming from another EU state, they've already handed it over to the EU uh, security section or the UN security section. And they are handed then over to the Irish police uh, and the Irish state to process their claim. So they have. Okay, documents but, uh, but uh, uh, sorry, Vanessa, this is another. Documents. Okay, this is another argument uh, that I've he- heard. If you are claiming asylum, you are meant to claim asylum in the first country in which you land. Okay, and that mm-hmm. w- there are very few, in fact, none. There are no direct flights from countries like Georgia uh, into Ireland. There's just none. Or Somalia, there are no direct flights into Ireland. So the point being that you have to arrive into another uh, EU state or or the UK before you come to Ireland. So. You're, yeah, you're assigned a state. You have no uh, ability to decide where you go. You're just thrown into any country that will accept you, that has space. And that's what's okay, really, so really to, uh, now, to the I, people, I hang on, to the people who, people. Uh, to the people who see busloads of fit, able men arriving at uh, hotels or buildings where they're being housed, do you have any understanding as to why that is upsetting for people or that is worrying for people? As I said the last time, it's an irrational fear. The, the, the belief that men automatically are going to commit crime, there is no uh, evidence, there's no proof that they are going to commit crime. Plus, when it comes to these um, these new buildings that they're being put into, whether it's a travel lodge or the old ESB buildings, um, they are temporary housing mm. until there's a direct provision available for these people. Now, when it comes to the men, um, it all depends on what facilities are available at the place that can accept them. 
So there are places like Travel Lodge or like the ESB building that have no facilities for babies and infants. That is why there are instances and then they have uh, other instances where there's bunk beds or bunks. So men or single gendered are placed in those facilities. It depends on what facilities are available. So I can understand the the abject fear of, oh, there's a okay, whole lot of But, but your, argument, your argument is when you see a busload of men, and there have been several examples of this um, over the last couple of weeks, you're saying that that fear uh, of, uh, for the local community is an irrational fear that is no foundation in fact. Well, it is because yes. the people saying um, they're unvetted, which is which is fair enough, yeah? Um, the mothers of Ballymun saying they're unvetted, their daughters aren't safe, their children aren't safe. My answer to you would be, if you live in an area in Ballymun, 95% of the men in your estate are not vetted either. So do you know what Darden, who lives down the end of your cul-de-sac, do you know if he's scared of vetted? No, well, he's not no. unless he went for a job involving kids, basically. So why aren't you... But it, it's, it's, it's more interesting than that, because... People don't understand when you're placed into a centre like this, it's not like you can come and go as you please. You are escorted in and out of the building to where you need to go. It's not like you can just walk around the neighbourhood. You are literally confined to that space. It's the okay. same as the uh, Stay there for a second. I want to bring in some more calls on this. Joey, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Joey? Not too bad, all good. Good, Joey. Now, what did you want to say on this? Oh, first, you first lady that was been on there where she was saying about the. Uh, the residents being like neo-Nazis and stuff like that. She actually knows like, where the Ukrainians come from. Like, the actual states where they're coming from is full of Ukrainian, is full of Nazis. Yeah, Nazis themselves. So to call us Nazis in the first place, yeah, is ridiculous. Okay, but uh, these protests, by the way, in uh, Ballymun have nothing to do with the Ukrainians yeah, that, at that, all. That, 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 yeah, so, so another thing, yeah, so there, was, there was no issue the first two years when there was families in there now. But there's an issue there hasn't when, been. But, wait, wait. So when, when the 40 men got brought in, there was an issue. So you can see that there's not, a, it's not racism issues there because they're letting the families come in and there's no problem. It's only when like, the, the 40 men or 100 men come in. Okay, so what is, what is the issue then? Explain it to me like I'm a two-year-old. What is the issue of uh, groups of men being housed in a building in Ballymun temporarily? Well, again, the same to clam and everything else. I can say the same thing with all the clam in France, Germany, Sweden and the UK. I can give you all the statistics yeah, of sexual crime, drug-related crime, and everything else like that, murders and all that. And all of it is all on the rise due to immigration. So it's not just the one, it's the, it's the whole immigration in, in, in whole. Okay, so do you believe that we need to stop any form of immigration into Ireland? Well, basically, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, no, no, again, no, you can tell by my accent that I am not, I am not a national myself. No, I can so, and, that. And again, I can be So again, I'm not trying to be hypocritical, but again, you need to see what you're bringing in. And stuff like that, I mean. One of the reasons that the UK voted to uh, leave the European Union was in order was to... For the immigration. In order yeah. to get control of that the... That was one, 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 one issue, one yeah. issue, yeah. Okay, but a, a big enough issue. Is that what you think Ireland should be doing? Yeah, yeah, the, basically, yeah. Leave the European Union to take control of our borders again? More like, yeah, yeah. Now, Vanessa, what do you say to all of that? Um, well, first of all, the, the National Party are self-ascribed neo-Nazis. They actually say that Hitler was they, right. No, they I don't, don't know if they call themselves neo-Nazi, neo-Nazi uh, Vanessa. I don't know if they call themselves neo-Nazi. No, no, no one, but I, I wouldn't describe myself as a neo Okay, so, uh, sorry, the, uh, the point he's making is this conversation ultimately comes down to the fact that we need to uh, get control of our borders again and shut up shop, basically. It's the idea that if you have immigration, that there's more crime, and the statistics just don't show that. 
Um, crime has um, fallen in this country over the last 10 years um, and we've still had immigration. There's no, there's no actual basis for the idea that migration increases the chance of crime. And the majority of, of crimes committed in this country are by Irish people. Okay, stay there for one second, Vanessa, if you can, please, uh, because there's a lot of interest in this conversation today. This is Shane. Hi, guys. Um, just a quick note on your opinion matters. Um, this is where I lie with the goings-on in uh, Ballymun. Um, on one hand, I don't blame the people for protesting. They're worried about their own safety and their kids' safety. Nobody knows the backgrounds of these people that the doors have been open to. Um, there should be a full background check on all these people, the immigrants, if wherever you want to call them, before they're let into the country and stay in our hotels. Um, on the other hand, um, the prices of hotels have gone through the roof because of this. Um, hotels have been filled with immigrants and it's given the hotels an excuse to rise the prices because the demand is higher. Um, so that's where I lie. Um, I'm not racist. It's not about being racist. It's about the safety of the people in Ireland. And this is all happening while our own Irish people are being left on the streets, being left homeless and nowhere to go, sleeping in tents across the major cities around Ireland. And um, there should be something really done about this. That's where it's I It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, just a moment ago, we played uh, a message from uh, Shane, and I know, you, Jeremy, you wanted to comment on it. Yeah, to the best of my knowledge, Shane, and maybe I'm wrong, but this protest that took place in Ballymun at the weekend was nothing to do with the homeless crisis. This was to do... No, it was, it was, it was. It well, said, uh, the, one of the banners said, how's the Irish, not okay, the maybe, world? Yeah, but that's the National Party. That's their, their banners. No, I'm talking about the residents of Ballymun, okay? If the National Party want to come up for whatever backward, backarse town they all they all live in, in caves, yeah? If they want to come up to Dublin and protest, they're happy enough to do that. I'm talking about the residents of Ballymun. I've been talking to them over the last hour. They are saying that they are concerned about the safety of their children. And my argument was, there's no evidence that your children are not safe because of these people staying in this hotel. One of the arguments is, would you be happy with 40 uh, non-identified foreign national men uh, uh, who are all fit and healthy and able uh, living beside you? Sorry, there's 600 men who are not vetted living in my area, who I don't know, know from Adam. Sean, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Sean? How's it going, lad? Uh, good, thanks, you Sean. Uh, what did you want to say on this? Yeah, I'm um, just calling in because this subject itself is a little bit close to home because I'm from Drimley originally and these protests have been happening in that area as well. Mm-hmm. Now, the situation is a little bit different to that in Ballymun where these people are being housed in a travel lodge. Um, I don't know whether you're aware, but these people are put into a secondary skill of a Christmas in, in Drimley. Um, and if you would you call that refuge? Would you call taking someone from another country and putting them into a secondary school or, for example, a derelict I'd office say, down yeah, in East Wall? You're saying taking somebody from another country. These people arrive into our country. They're welcomed into this country. Would you call that refuge? Having to having to sleep in a school? No. But no, uh, needs no, must. Is, right. uh, hang on, but needs must is the point. And explain yeah, to me, explain to me, Sean, what the issue was in Drimna. Why was that such a problem when they were? Uh, it was always only temporary uh, because obviously the school had to reopen. It was only temporary over the Christmas break, and before the school reopened, they were moved out. What was the issue? 
the issue with that, uh, Jeremy, is uh, Adrian, on the 19th of December, the parents in school are made aware that the, state, the school will be closed two days early because there's a problem with the heat system. Now, that's clearly not the issue. Now, I'm going to caveat everything I say here. I understand that there's people here who are leaving more torn countries or situations where it's not great. And this is all part of the fucking, being part of the EU is, yeah, doors are open for things like that. And it's part and parcel. And I'll caveat as well, I'd say, like the likes of your man, Philip Dwyer and all, they're all fucking lunatics. They, that, that was far right. They're just pushing on people. But the problem is, it's the ambiguity of it all. People in the area weren't told anything. They were hearing different stories from local politicians and parish priests, and none of that added up. Okay, so again, uh, that's been an issue in East Wall, an issue in Drimna, yeah. and now an issue in Ballymun that uh, locals aren't being told what's going on before yeah. it actually uh, happens. Okay, I, I get that. I understand that. Hang on, I understand that. And I, I've spoken to local politicians in, in Ballymun, and they feel the same way that the local community yeah. should be told. But again, as we, and I'm accepting that argument but where it comes to uh, the school um, and yes the two days the 19th the 20th or whatever but after that for the two weeks that they were in the school what is the issue with making a temporary arrangement like that because that was never going to be a permanent well, arrangement well I'll tell you one thing then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where the issue is coming from with parents right Adrian those skills I went to that school when I was younger I'm 20 years of age now I haven't been in school in 15 16 years there's pictures of kids all over the walls. There's pictures, there's documents there and up there's PPS numbers, there's all that. All the people wanted to know is what's the security arrangements around there? GDPR, my family's information is in there. These pictures on the wall, what's been done about this? It's not okay, so right. is, is it's, that, it's, that's The issue was that these individuals might have bro- broken into the principal's office. Adrian, nobody knew anything. That was the issue. There was no, there was no, no transparency between the, parish, the, the priest who normally speaks on behalf of the community, the principal of the school, and then the local TDs. Every story was different. So then what you happen is you have these right-wing nuts from the fucking Nationalist Party coming down, and they're causing pylon, causing pylon with people, and they haven't, people haven't got a clue what they're fucking to be enraged about. And, 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 that's and, where, and, and as you said... That's where uh, these type of people are dangerous. Okay. And on top of all of that, Adrian, we don't have the fucking capacity for these people. We don't... Nearly... Look at look at, look at at the, the hospital services in this country. It's on its fucking knees again. Okay, so let, uh, let, let, let me go, let me go uh, back to the protest in, in Ballymun over the weekend, and those protests are set to continue. As you could see from the videos, the uh, National Party, who, by the way, just for the record, we did invite uh, onto the programme today. Uh, the only way we can contact them is by email and we did email them uh, offering them the opportunity to come on on this podcast uh, but we haven't heard back from them. No, anyway, but anyway the, point, the point you're trying to make is that because communities aren't being involved in these discussions aren't being told that, you know, we're moving in a group of asylum seekers into this school for a two-week period uh, and then they're going to move off again. Because the community is not being told, that's what's leading to these protests. Is that what you're arguing? Absolutely. Now, the same with the protests, but people don't know. Like, people are completely out of the loop of what's going on and they're being told different sto- stories from all different factions. Adrian, the point I'm trying to make is, at the heart of it all is, it's not fucking refuge bringing these people into the country and putting them into direct provision. It's pure profiteering on behalf of the government. We're not offering profiteering? these Profiteering? Profiteering? What do you mean by that? They're doing it for money. 
Yeah, do you think these hotels are letting people stay in them for nothing? No, the hotels aren't, but you said the government. Absolutely not. Do you think the skills don't have to back to that, back to the goodness of their heart? Okay, so let me, let me ask you then, as regards to the protests in uh, Ballymun, I quoted earlier on the Lord Mayor of Dublin uh, saying that these protests are being orchestrated by far-right activists. Is that what's yeah, happening here? Yeah, uh, look, orchestrated, I don't know whether orchestrated is the correct word. I'd, I'd imagine there is genuinely pe- people there with genuine concern. But what you're getting is these lunatics piling on. You're getting these lunatics piling on. And what it is, is it's just picket fence and torches carrying up. That's all it is. People looking around going, and like, for example, your man Philip Ware, like all he is there is manipulating people into thinking, oh, we're all in the same. He doesn't give a bollocks either. He's okay. just pushing the so, so, so how do, Okay, so have. how do you get that message across that, uh, yes, the people of Ballymun have concerns, those concerns need to be addressed, but the National Party and their likes are not the people to address your concerns? It's impossible. Yeah, uh, it's that's imp- exactly what I'm saying. It's impossible. You're relying on people to use their own brains here and think for themselves and not be led by lunatics like your man. Now, but, but just to, I, sorry, just to, to wade in there, just before Christmas, this will show you how easily led people are, lads, on social media. And a post went up on Facebook, I think it was early December, uh, just after, around the whole East Wall protesting. And the post went up, just from a normal Joe Soap, put up a post saying, since those refugees had been moved into East Wall, four women had been sexually assaulted in the area. That's, that's <laughs> bollocks. Yeah, that's just bollocks. You, you, that's the thing is, you believe none of what you're reading, half what you say. That, that's, unfortunately, Jeremy, that's social media and the age we live in, where people will literally believe anything they read. And it's, it's these dangerous narratives that are being drummed up by these people. But you can't dismiss the people who have genuine concern. Hang on for one second. The one concern I'm in agreement with you on is the concern about not being informed, about the local community and local politicians not being kept in the loop as to what's being done with different buildings and blah, blah, blah. But after that, what are the concerns? I I wouldn't have any overriding concerns with refugees. Look, this country is built on fucking... Look at Ireland. We went everywhere. The world was... K-Mail Falcha means a thousand... Welcome. That's exactly my point. That's whole, exactly my point. That what while I agree with you on the concerns about uh, the community not being kept in the loop, after that, I mean, this concern that your kids are in danger and all of that, it seems to be rooted in uh, total fear mongering. Yeah, yeah, it's completely it's, it's extreme views pushing extreme views on people, and it's scare mongering. And people who may be not educated on the issue will, will panic. But the problem is, Adrian, there's being uneducated and then there's being misinformed. And when it comes to these things, absolutely everybody is misinformed. And I think you'll agree with me when I say that. We don't know whether these all these type things are in place. You had men on other radio shows saying, oh, I come from Syria, I bought a Belgian passport for €4,000 and I was able to travel through X amount of countries before I got here and it was fine. It's not like closed doors. There's been cities around Europe that have been in ruination due to emigration. If you look at, and I'm, this isn't me pushing anything, you look at Stockholm in recent years, it's part of it that's inhabitable due to immigration. Now, that's an extreme case. People, that can be pushed on top of people. The main thing is people are not being informed here of what's exactly going on. They're being lied to by local politicians. They're being lied to by, by everyone else is being lied to. Nobody, everyone is completely in the dark. The ambiguity 
is causing this to multiply by tenfold. Mm. And this has given the opportunity of the Nationalist Party an opportunity to cause a pylon. And, uh, so and that is what's happening at, at lots of different protests. Uh, stay there for one second, Sean, if you can, please. I want to go to uh, line two, and that is Emma. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Emma. Hi, Adrian. Well, Emma, I'm, what uh, did you want to say on this? Well, I'm actually from Ballymun, and if we hadn't been notified about this, we wouldn't be so scared. It's out fear we're doing this. We're not doing this because we're racist or anything like it. There's lots of coloured people living in different apartments, and that's fine. My daughter is nine. Her best friend is coloured. That's absolutely fine. But these are men who we don't know anything about, who's just been landed there. Okay, they weren't weren't just landed there. They they arrived on the 23rd of December, so they didn't just land. And is that okay? So, so in what way do you want to be informed? Do you want an ad in the Northside People saying we're moving forty refugees into uh, a building in Ballymun? If that's what it takes, yes, of course, we need to be informed. I can't let my nine-year-old child—it's right beside a primary school. I can't let my nine-year-old child go from that primary school around to our Ashton. Why? Or after school? Why? Because I'm terrified. Terrified of what? I'm terrified of anything that could happen. It's going to take something serious. No, to but, uh, sorry, what is that anything? That, sorry, uh, sorry, what is that anything that you're afraid of? Anything that I'm afraid of attacks like what happened in Killarney. They could attack your children. And as for people saying that they weren't, they weren't going around Ballymun. Excuse me, I'll correct you there because they were going around Ballymun. Romanians were going around Ballymun not only last year, marking houses with just women and children in them that had no men. Marking houses. What has that got to do with the asylum seekers in uh, the building in Ballymun? Nothing. Asylum seekers who's doing it? Romanians aren't asylum seekers. Romanians are entitled to be here. Why are the Romanians... England's done the right thing often now because there's too many here. There's too many Romanians. You go into Talbot Street, you can't walk through without being bombarded. Mama, money... We're getting off the point, Emma. I'm asking you what the issue is. These people in the asylum seekers in Ballymun, they're not from Romania. Uh, They're from all sorts of other different countries. Romanians are... Hang on, Romanians are legal entitled to be here um, but uh, I'm asking you what you're afraid of with your kids and these asylum seekers that are being housed in Ballymun uh, 40 of whom arrived just before Christmas. What's the concern? What are you worried about? What's the concern? The crime they could cause. They're not fed no matter what these other people think. They are not fed and as far as... But sorry, hang on. No, but the, 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 yeah, but with the, great, no. the greatest respect, Emma, it's not as if... Um, Ballymun has been crime free before they arrived like you're, you're Jeremy t- I understand that I understand that I do Jeremy I really do but it's frightening when you don't know who these people are but Emma, Emma, but Emma do, do you know the, the drug dealers in the house five doors down from you no you don't but that's a different conversation for but a it's different not. day. No, of no, 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 because no, this whole thing about they're not vetted, so are the majority of people in Ballymun not but vetted. the people in Ballymun, you can put that PPS somewhere into a computer and there you go, all their information is there. What about them 320 men in that? Can you do that with them? But Emma, are you genuinely... No, all you, the information is there. But Emma, are you genuinely... No, I about them all of them. I'm genuinely terrified. Yeah, because I can hear it in your voice. Uh, what age is your daughter? My daughter is nine years of age. And will you, go. you will not, since the asylum seekers arrived in Ballymun, you will not let your nine-year-old daughter out no. on, on her own? 
no, no, no way. Not a chance. Not a chance. No way. I couldn't. I, I'd be worried sick. My stomach is actually, you know what? And, but, uh, but again, uh, right Emma, now. Emma, this is all based on a fear of nothing because nothing has happened in Ballymun since yes. the 23rd of December yes. involving... See, that's the key word, yes. Nothing no, has I didn't happened. use I didn't yes. use the word yet. You're using no, that I word. Did. Yeah, I did, I did. Nothing has happened yet, so it's going to take something serious to happen before anybody does anything about it. So beforehand, we're going to do something about it. Whether anyone likes it or not, they can call us racist oh. or what... Let, me ask, racist. Let, me, let me ask you another question then. Let me ask you another question. Can I just say, I don't think it's racist and I don't think you're... I don't think you're racist one bit uh, I think you're probably being scaremongered by people who are putting up stuff like the post I was talking about in December four women or whatever have been sexually assaulted in East Wall that turned out to be false there was no actual reports of that but let me ask you saying you're terrified to let your daughter out because you think something's going to happen I'm looking at the news here and in the last year there was maybe four or five shootings in Ballymun now after those shootings those gangland shootings took place by the way there were Irish people shooting Irish people um, who live in your area after that happened were you not terrified to let your daughter out genuine genuine question Emma genuinely I I Honestly, I know every person in Ballymun. So therefore, when I let my daughter out, these shootings and stuff, these are between all boys. When I let my daughter out, then, then right, these people that do what they're calling criminals committing all these um, shootings and stuff, they don't do that when children are around. They don't do that in broad daylight. They don't do that like, they do whatever they do. That's up to them. But this conversation is not about them and you keep going off topic to them. Okay. Uh, 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 them 300 men okay. that we don't know. Hang on, folks. Hang on, hang on, hang on for one second. I'm actually terrified. Uh, Emma, just calm down for a second because so in the, no, hang, on, hang on, hang on, just listen to me for a second. In the hotel okay. itself, in the Travel Lodge Hotel, there yeah. are families in that hotel, men, women, and children in that. that hotel. There are, I'm telling you, there are. That's a fact. And I want, I'm not saying there's not. Okay. I want okay. you to imagine, yep, you've been in yeah. Ballymun uh, in the Travel Lodge for the last year and a half. And um, some of the people that are in that Travelodge hotel have integrated into the community, uh, have been involved in uh, things like tidy towns where most people in Ballymun couldn't give a damn about it. Some of the refugees have been involved in tidy towns, okay? So you're in the Travelodge hotel over the weekend with your two little kids. And outside the window of the hotel, you hear this. Now, you're a mother. How intimidating would that be for your child to have to listen to that outside the window? Very intimidating. But when I'm walking down the road with my child... I, I'm intimidated by four and five men with different race that I don't know. Intimidated in what way? Why? What have they done to you? Intimidating. They're coming towards us, looking at us. They're standing in groups. We don't know who they are. They're standing in groups, looking at us, giving us dirty looks, spitting at us. You don't know all this. They were spitting at us. Why that um, that building nearly got attacked last night was because they started throwing clients down at us. Clients down at us. So, I don't, like, I don't, I understand about the women okay, and children. Yeah, and this I is the point I'm trying to make. I would make. be terrified, and I would be terrified if I was them too. And I really, I really, I really, sim- I'm really sympathetic. I'm sorry for them. But this is the government's fault for putting them men in that place. Okay, let me ask you then. Life. Let me ask you. These people are uh, in this country seeking asylum. They're not welcome in Ballymun. Where do they go? I don't know, but just... Just uh, not in my backyard, basically. Exactly, yeah. Send it off to uh, some other community. Anywhere in Ireland. 
to be honest with you, I genuinely don't think half of them are seeking asylum. I genuinely, truly don't believe half of them are seeking asylum. I think they're coming over to get what they can out of the country. And that's exactly what okay. they're doing. All right, stay there for a second. I want to bring in uh, Eddie. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Eddie. Afternoon, Adrian. You're right. Uh, good, thanks, Eddie. What did you want to say on this? Adrian, when you have a homeless crisis and a health crisis, and then you add on thousands and thousands of people onto the top of that, that's what triggers people. There's people on the homelessness, uh, sorry, the housing list, 12, 15 years, and they get worried. Now, the excuses that these people are using in Ballymun are quite lame. Because if you were to say to that, Emma, uh, one of the reasons we're saying they don't get consulted. The reason they don't consult them is locals will say no. If they were all consulted and those people were all vetted, she still wouldn't want them there. If they were vetted, we would have no problem with them being there. Uh, if no, we knew no, that they were so okay, we would have no problem with them being there. So nah, that's, that's nah. ridiculous. And we should be informed because it's their community. Well, you don't have to believe that. I'm not asking you to believe that. I don't really care if you believe that. That's their community. And we're going to stand it's, up listen, for that community. It's, it's, the blame falls at the, at the feet of the government. They have a five billion surplus that they didn't spend last year. Build some bloody houses. Sort out the health care. They're asleep at the oh, wheel. Exactly. And they're actually still on holiday till the 18th of January. The, the Christmas holidays, that's when the Doyle reconvene. You know, they're very, very yeah, slow. I, I, at I, I, in other words, Emma, what, he, what he's getting at is that you're, the focus of your anger should be at the government and uh, politicians rather than the individual asylum seekers. That's what is creating this allegation that this is, these protests are fueled by racism. I know you're saying no, that that's not. Hang on, I know you're saying, uh, Emma, that's not what it is. But really, your anger should be directed at the government and not at individuals. Do you know what? It really is directed at the government, and it's not directed at individuals. And that's why we're blocking off the, all the um, the junction, so the government will actually pay attention. How do you think it's on your show? If we hadn't done block the junctions and just went to the dial, well, this wouldn't be on your show. You wouldn't highlight this at all because every now, second day, there's someone else protesting. Protest. Go on, go ahead. That lady that was on earlier, Vanessa, well-spoken lady, actually made a few valid points, but she got something totally wrong. She was trying to say that these people who are in these premises get escorted out and escorted back. That is not the case. No, that is, I know, I I agree. We are awash with people in Clondalk, and they're in every single hotel around the area, right? And at Christmas time, they were carol singing, right? Now, down the boy road, there was about 20 males, about 10 women, and a big bunch of kids. And they were carol singing in all the houses. And they mm-hmm. knocked on a friend of mine's door, sang a song. She went, oh, that's nice, get them a flavor. The very same three people knocked at the door the next day. She said, yeah, I paid it yesterday. They kicked off and kicked the door. You know, it's like people are saying, oh, yeah, they're escorted here, there, and everywhere. That's not the case. And they are going around the area in big groups. And I can see the whole point in if she was walking down the street with her kids, she would be intimidated. But at the same time, if she walked past a group of six teenagers or Irish lads, she'd probably feel intimidated as well, you know? No, I wouldn't. I, I definitely wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't feel intimidated by them lads. I wouldn't. Okay, so it's, so, 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 for so you, were you intimidated by one group and not the other? That's what exactly what I was going to ask. No, 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 no. Because, because um, the Irish lads, they're walking past them. Can I speak? Can I speak? I can communicate with them in my in English. These these people. I was walking up Talbot Street. Example. I was walking up Talbot Street 
uh, for a national team, he walking towards and there was a, a younger young fella, and he knocked his hat off, and the hat hit me straight in the face. He seen me coming. Like, tell me that's not intimidation. I was on my own, a woman on my own. There was a group of about seven men. So tell me that's not intimidation in, in my own city centre. You can't. Irish lads do that. Irish lads do that in city centre. This video's going on left right centre. There was Irish lads do that in the city centre. There was no, the video going on there the other day of a foreign worker in a shop being headbutted by an Irish lad. I'm sure you saw. I'm sure you saw that video. That's on our uh, on our Facebook page. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't. Set, unfortunately, okay, well, didn't it, it wasn't a foreigner that attacked. Uh, went for this guy in the shop. It was uh, outrageous. Uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. As far as you're concerned, uh, Emma, um, you will continue to go to these protests. Oh yeah. Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp. Uh, voice note that we got from Keith. It's easy. There you go again. People saying racist bastards, right? It's very easy to say that. But when you're dragging busloads of people into a country that's crippled, and it is crippled if you look around you, I don't care if they say we plenty of money with this, with that. The money is not being shown. At the end of the day, right, yet the homeless Irish are here. And for years and years and years, nothing was being done to help them. Then all of a sudden they want to take a relief off the, the borders in France and all these videos we've seen going up around uh, on Facebook and other social media sites over the years was basically what they're shipping in now, right? And people fought to get the minimum wage brought up. Now guess what's happening? This is a workforce for cheap labour. That's why after four months they will get somewhere, they'll be put into the community or whatever, right? This needs to stop. People need to stop calling others racist for standing up and speaking out about this. We agreed to take in Ukrainian women and children. Like, are you jumping on the sunbeds? Don't call me a racist because I'm saying that, because the reason why I'm saying it is because these people that's coming into the country do not look Ukrainian. You know, they're throwing away their passports. They're coming from countries that's not war, that's not war-torn. Right, so the, the reason they're coming here is because the dopey government sent out a message saying that they will pay so much money and they will give them a house. And these people are coming over here. They're getting the houses. Right? Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, before I take uh, more calls, let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note from Stan. How are you, pal? Uh, come here. I'd be more afraid of the women from Ballymun following them poor refugees home. <laughs> but now on a serious side, they're just whipping up hatred. That's all they're doing. This Irish Freedom Party are trying to get up and going. Um, they wore a, like, uh, a Brexit party at the start. I remember being at their first meeting. And uh, that's what they're geared towards. They're geared towards... Now no more immigration, no more foreigners, keep Ireland white, all that shit. That's why I never went back and got involved with them. But uh, that's all it is, lads. It's whipping up hatred. And um, they'll start the crowd off and then they'll just disappear into the background. And uh, <laughs> that's what they do, boys. It's a sad, sad world we're living in, isn't it? When we can't offer a helping hand to somebody in need. Good topic, though, lads. Uh, Emma, can I put that... Uh, were you listening to that message? Uh, what's your reaction to what he's saying there? That, um, that this is just f- fueling I, hatred? We have welcomed over how many people. Adrian, you know that. We've welcomed over how many people. There's more foreign nationals 
there's more foreign nationals than there is Irish people in this country. Well, Irish people are going to be a minority in this country in the next 20 years. Okay, but now, now you are talking in a racist way. Whether you realise well, that or not, Emma, you are. Boy, it's the truth. Well, stay there. Anthony wants to get in on this. Anthony, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Anthony? Sheely, listen to what Emma just said there. She's parroting racist crap that the far right has said. Like that message said, she's being led down a garden path listening to lies spread by far right racist Nazi scum. Does Emma not understand that? Well, of course I understand that, but I also understand I have my own mind, my own brain, and I'm not being brainwashed or anything like that. You're li- they, they you're people, listening to I don't know who they are. There's 300 men, and my daughter has to go to a private still right across the road and you think I'm not afraid you're listening to lies by the far right they keep pushing you across the road go on very quickly Anthony go on you're listening to lies by the far right. They keep putting up these fake news and these lies to spread fear. And your followers are saying, oh, children are safe, women are safe, and all these refugees and all these asylum seekers here. we got to get them out. And yes, listen, you just said far right racist crap saying that we're a minority in our own country. We are not. You're listening Hold on, to we're racist crap. Years, you're really you're, you're, you're listening. We are not a minority. We are not a minority. So you are listening to lies and you're spreading liars. You're just spreading more liars, Emma. You're just saying racist crap. You're a racist. I'm not a racist. Excuse me, my cousins are coloured. I'm not a racist in no way, shape or form. Uh, One of of the things that Emma said a moment ago is that these particular uh, asylum seekers or refugees are being housed in a building directly across the road from um, the uh, primary school that her daughter goes to. Now, that is a fact um, that they're that close to a primary school. But Emma, I have to tell you, uh, right beside the school and right opposite the uh, building where these... I know what you're be- going to say. There's a guard station. Correct. Yeah, but unfortunately the guard will take, what, 45 minutes to respond? And I live in Ballymore, so I know this. So the, guard, so the guards, they don't. They don't. The guards take their side because they're so politically correct and being afraid of calls racist. Like, what about the man? What about the man? I bet you didn't hear about this. What about the foreign national that was caught a few months ago hiding behind the car with his trousers down, playing with himself, watching the kids in the school? What about him? Okay, let me you ask know, you that. Do you understand me? Uh, no, I do. I, I do. The point I would make to you, uh, Emma, is um, uh, Ballymon, I have a lot of friends in Ballymon. I know the place really well, okay? Yeah. And there are a lot of good people in Ballymon, but by Jesus, there's a lot of bogeys in Ballymon as well, okay? Of course, and and yeah. you know that, and I know that. I agree. The point I'm making is I don't ever hear of anybody protesting outside the homes of the bogeys in Ballymon, and they would outnumber the uh, 40-odd or 50 or uh, 100 uh, asylum seekers in Ballymun. The point I'm making is, why don't you turn your anger uh, to the people who actually destroy Ballymun? The people who actually destroy Ballymun are not... They're, they're, not dis- they're not really destroying Ballymun. The media is making out more than what it is. And they don't they don't go for children. They don't go for children. Because see where these people come from, these immigrants come from, it's legal to marry 12-year-old children. 12-year-old children. So where, 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 where? That's their where? mental state. That's their mental state. 
their mental state, it's legal to marry 12-year-old children. What makes you think that they're not going to look at the 12-year-old and say, oh, God, she's beautiful. Okay. Uh, 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 Emma, down the back alley. Emma, I have to say, it is a little bit scary to hear you talking because you really have uh, soaked up an awful lot of bullshit and, uh, uh, and believe it now to be That's fact. That's your opinion. You, you, but, well, you do. You believe it now to be fact. But it is a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, that's your opinion. I have my opinion. It's opinions matters. Okay, stay there for a second. I want to bring in uh, line two. Jay, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? My lad, can you hear me, yeah? Yeah, go on. What do you want to say, Jay? Listen, I, I heard you say something there about one of them refugees looking at a kid and saying, oh, she's nice or something. Is that what you said? That, I didn't say that. That's what Emma said a second ago, yeah. Emma, do you know what colour the people are that go to Thailand, Philippines, Cambodia and stuff to mess around with kids? Do you know what colour they all are? White, probably. Not probably. That's something that they have to deal with in their country. So I have another question for you, sorry. Uh, regarding how their own homeless people and stuff, I know three ho- traveller families that are homeless. Would you like the three family of travellers, which are fully Irish, white, to be housed in that building? That's my question for you. Yeah. Yeah, I Right, okay. This, 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 this is the last point I'm going to make, yeah? I'm a man of statistics. No opinions, no feelings, no biases. Statistically speaking, economically, them refugees help the country by bringing in, buying more products, adding in, pumping in more tax into the system, which the money will go to welfare for people in Clondalk and Coolock or in the, all them places. Culture and diversity, no matter what you think, benefits the country. It brings in innovation, different kind of businesses, different ways of thinking, etc. And when it comes to crime, statistics show young lads from the flats of inner city Dublin cause more crime than them Romanian ladies on Talbot Street. You, you can look it up. You can see it yourself. You're just scared. People okay, have brown let, let me ask you then, what is your view of these uh, protests that have been held in Ballymon over the last few days? And, and there have been protests in East Wall. There have been protests in Drimna. Uh, what is your uh, view on those protests? Adrian, the same thing has happened in countries like England, in America, about the Mexican, the Mexican people. It's, it's all the same far-right propaganda. That's all it is. It's simple. It's the same okay, so do you believe that these people have any reason to be concerned? There was a very large crowd in Ballymun over the weekend. I anticipate those protests continuing. Do you believe that they have any reason to be protesting? Zero. Okay, it's so a simple answer to a simple question. All right. Emma, are they in his community? Yeah, they are. Is there refugees in his community? Now, I'm not talking on, about let, families, let, 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 women let, let, and children. I'm not talking about families, women and children. I'm talking about men, not Ukrainian men, men who we don't know where are from. Uh, sorry, we don't know I'm their backgrounds. Why wouldn't I be scared? Why wouldn't on, the let, people let, of Ballymun be scared? Why wouldn't we be scared? Okay, let him, let him respond. Sorry, go on, Jay. Uh, no, I'm not I'm not afraid of men with beards or brown skin. Sorry, I don't really care. Well, look, neither am I. But when they're not fed, I'm afraid of what they're capable of. It's nothing got to do with race. I don't know why you keep bringing race into it. It's nothing got to do with race. We've talked in over how many Ukrainians. We've talked in other Syrian people. Am I I correct? Yeah. We've talked in all them. As you said, the Romanian people as well. It's nothing got to do with race. It's the fact that it is 300 men by a primary school. I mean, there was other men put into a school to stay. Like, this is ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. Okay, sorry, sorry. What are you going to do? Put them in their back gardens? The last thing I'm going to say is I hope all their men join the guards and control the horrible crime rate in Ballymun. 
Good luck. All right, good luck. Thank you very much Emma, indeed. And, sorry, uh, just before you go, Emma, and fair play to you for staying on. I mean, you're well able to debate. Just one final question. Um, have you said anything to your daughter or what have you said to your daughter about what's... Was she at the protest herself? Well, yeah, I brought my daughter to the protest so, and I have not said anything. My daughter's best friend is a coloured girl. No but, well, she, no, but have you said anything to your daughter about, listen, there's men living here, we don't know who they are, just be careful. Have you warned her or anything of the sort? Yes, what of a, course. And, and, and of what course. did she know about the protest that she attended? She she knew what was going on, why we were, pro- it was over the men. Not the women and children. We have no problem with the women and children. It's the, un- it's the men that's frightening. It's really frightening. All right, Emma, thanks very much indeed, and you'll continue to attend those protests if, they, uh, if they're organised. Yeah. All right, thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Let me squeeze in uh, a couple more of your messages. Well, in fact, one more of your messages. This is Neil. Hey, Adrian, Jeremy, <clears throat> there's a lot of people get in my car, as you know, drive a taxi, all right, and they're so, so annoyed over this. They're so annoyed that the blood is boiling, but they just can't say that because of the racist word, and that's the problem. The thing is, okay, lads, if one of those attack one of our children, and all right, okay, and they hurt them, or even if they don't hurt them, well, it wouldn't have happened if they weren't here. Now, the likes of Garda Vetting, they weren't even Garda Vetting, but you're even Garda Vetting alone. Garda Vetting, one of those um, refugee people, um, I don't mean that in a way, but Garda Vetting refugees is extremely hard to do. They're just coming in in their droves and they're being just let in, no problem at all whatsoever. Look at that girl up in um, Tullamore. Uh, Ashling Moore, I think her name was. I think that she was killed by a refugee. I could be wrong, but that's the story. If any of our kids are hurt or something like that by a refugee, we still can't say anything, and it's wrong. It's not racist, it's just we don't know the people. We don't know their backgrounds. We don't know how they live. They live different to us, and that's just it, lads. Cheers. All right, Neil. Thanks very much indeed uh, for your uh, message and all of you. That was very busy. Very busy podcast. By the way, I agree with some of the points he's made about people are afraid to say anything then like you can say and I've said it and I'm sure you agree as well that we cannot afford to take in any more solemn seekers at the moment that's not a racist thing to say that's a practical comment to make and people are afraid to say to say anything without being branded uh, racist uh, now but it's I'm just listening back in my head over the things that Emma was saying over the last half an hour and it's very sad I feel I feel sorry for Emma because some of what Emma says, fair enough, yeah, um, she has her reasons for saying that. But she has been fed an awful lot of bullshit uh, on social media, not directly, but she's obviously seen these posts, seen these videos, and I've seen these posts as well, put up by, put up by fascists who are saying, your daughters are not safe. Um, your woman, whose name I won't even mention. On the yeah, show. don't, don't. No, yeah. That, that mad one is using this to spread completely utter bullshit utter bullshit about you know your women aren't safe your wives aren't safe your children aren't safe and most people would look at that and go oh she's a nut job I'm not listening to her but, but then you have but people, you, you get people like Emma who are taking it all in she's genuinely terrified yep. alright well that just about brings this latest Opinions Matter podcast to a close uh, please share this um, podcast onto your own social media uh, particularly uh, to your friends and family if they're in the Ballymun area and let them hear the conversation that we have had this afternoon on uh, Opinions Matter if you're listening on Spotify please hit subscribe or follow click the little bell icon no matter where you get in your podcast be it on Google Podcasts or on Apple Podcasts, please hit subscribe or follow. Thanks very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter. I'm Adrian, he's Jeremy, 
and we'll catch you on the next one. See you then. Opinions matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.